It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for having us here again to minister with the refuge from the storm church family. It's always an honor. I want to introduce my husband and pastor Terrence Wilson. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody doing today? I want to say good evening to my wife, Pamela Wilson, Jesus Christ Died for You Ministries, co-pastor. Greetings to Reverend Milson Black, our entire staff and everybody. And we just thank God to be a part of your fellowship on the third Saturday, most of the time, third Saturday of each month. And I would, would wish you a happy Merry Christmas and a happy new year for all of you and a safe one too. We got an interesting message today. We're going to talk about this. I've been praying about this. It's been on my mind and in my spirit for the last couple of days. As you know, usually we talk about a Christmas theme, but a lot of people talk about it. But we're going to talk about what's going on today. We're going to talk about deception by design that's going on. Deception by design. Now, so when we get started, my wife going to show a short clip. Um, go ahead and show it. Now, even in the holiday season, there's there's many ways of deceiving us into thinking or focusing on something else, the secular part of it, the material part of it. But we all know that the real reason for this season and for every day of our lives is our Lord Jesus Christ. So here's this really beautiful um, story. And you guys have probably seen this before, but I want to show this to you. Okay, this is about a guy that didn't believe about the Advent message. Amen. I, I, I'm pretty sure you guys, either you have heard that or you figured out what he meant by that. He would have had to become one of the birds to show them the way. Jesus became one of us. God became a human being to show us the way to the warm, lighted barn. Amen. And that's why we decided to call this today Deception by Design, because a lot of people, even in our neighborhood today, there's a lot of people who have lights on in their house. We have some lights on, a few little lights, not many, but a lot of people's houses are really decked out with all kinds of lights and stuff like that. But for the most part, I don't know for sure but for the most part, a lot of these people don't even go to church. And that's the that's the thing about it. I, I can't understand how you're going to celebrate Christmas without really even going to church or having some type of relationship with the Lord. And I think a lot of people, like I said, have basically, you know, they just embrace Christmas as just another holiday. We, we just have all the food we want. Let's get all the gifts. You know, it's not about really so much of giving. It's about what I'm going to get. For Christmas, because that's the image that's been shown on TV. So let's go ahead and start out with the and number that, one. That, that's here. also the image that I think too many people teach their children. Right. I see all these gift drives. Oh, let's get the TV news uh, local station here. We're going to make sure every kid gets a gift at Christmas. Really? How about making sure they have clothes all year? Right. How about making sure that they have books, clothes, food, somebody to come and read a book to them at night or something? 
it's not just this season. And I love this song uh, that says, don't save it all for Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. Don't just do it now. And that's the deceiving part about not just Christmas, mm -hmm. but about other holidays as well, that they become so secularized that the Lord has been taken completely out of it. Amen. And also, too, now deception has been around, according to the Bible, deception has been around back in the book of Genesis. It's been around for a long time since men and women were created by God. And a lot of people don't even believe that God created man. Well, they think man just evolved from a monster, from an animal, and took on a human form. We know that's not true. We know that is a lie from the pits of hell. But from Satan, he deceived Eve and Adam in the garden. And the modern-day financial deception is going on even to this day. A lot of people jumped into this um, this currency, this new currency. This uh, A lot of people put a lot of money in there. And this little guy the other day was locked up in the Bahamas and stole billions of dollars, billions of this cryptocurrency. This Ponzi went on. And for what they're saying right now, that the federal government said right now that he doesn't surpass Bernie Madoff probably many folds by the time this thing is all over. So we got a lot of deception that's going on right now. We just heard on the news recently there was a lot of people who had put in for uh, put in for uh, you know funding from the government during COVID. Well, we had we found out a pastor I don't know where him and his son had lied and deceived the government right now now going to jail. This is a pastor had lied and deceived the federal government when somebody could have used that $8 million. I don't know how in the world they got $8 million from the government, but they lied and deceived and got eight to buy a, a mega mansion somewhere, wherever they live. This is terrible. This is why deception is getting worse. And in the last days, Jesus said, be not deceived because God is revealing a lot of, there is a lot of things that are going on right now. And if you're not wise right now, that's what we tell you, read these scriptures because read them for yourself. Don't, don't take our word, research and read them for yourself. I'm gonna tell you something, the devil is busy right now, but God is busier, amen. Right. So we're gonna read one scripture that talks, just kind of overviews about some of the things that Satan has done to deceive us over the years. Second uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 11, starting in verse three, but I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. For if he who comes to preach another Jesus whom, whom we have not preached, like Santa or Rudolph, or if we receive a different spirit which you have not received or a different gospel you have not accepted, you may well even put up with it. So Paul was saying you might even put up with it, but you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for the, the materialism during the holidays. My husband and I just have a habit. I'm not saying everybody should do this, but we don't even buy Christmas presents for each other. We buy them for the seniors that we take care of. We buy them for the little kids in our family. Um, sometimes maybe some people that are, are not doing well or some of the parents, but we don't make it a habit of buying each other Christmas because we buy each other stuff all the time. I mean, all the time, my husband will come home with something or I'll bring buy something for him on Amazon or something. Because like the song says, don't save it all for Christmas Day. I don't like the idea of programming little kids to think that they're going to get some kind of big uh, jackpot once a year. Mm. Just bless kids all along and show them that you love them all along. I mean, we've got stuff every year for Christmas because that's what we were in the habit of doing. But I remember one pastor saying this and somebody that I sort of used to follow, but not much anymore. But one thing he said that really resonated with me, he said uh, his kids came up and this man is a multimillionaire. He says kids says one year, daddy, what I'm going to get for Christmas son, uh, this year. 
He says, nothing. And they started laughing. They said, stop playing, daddy. What are we going to get? He said, nothing. He said, when you guys get 21, each one of you will be a millionaire in your own right because I'm saving over the years for your future. You're, get, you're getting nothing for Christmas. You're getting that you have a home, you, you eat well, you live well. And when you're 20, 21, you'll be a millionaire. He, and even though the material part of him saying that wasn't the thing, he was trying to focus them on, don't let this season be about what you're getting. Mm-hmm. My husband said it the other day, let's make it about what you're giving. Yeah. And I think if we could even start a tradition of, of um, training children, little kids, not to just sit around waiting for once a year to get something or, or something, or even give something. Give people all year. That's what it's, this is the, the deceiving part of this holiday, that people focus it on the material part. So that's what that says. And a lot of it, before we get to the next one, of the sad thing too, a lot of people feel, might even feel compelled out of pre peer pressure to give because they see the masses doing it. So they feel like they're gonna feel if they don't give nothing, they're gonna feel guilty. Let me tell you something. When you give people the word of God, you didn't gave them a treasure because the kingdom of God is like a treasure that somebody is seeking to find. That's what is according to the scriptures. And also right now, the what is the greatest gift you can give somebody? Why don't you tell them about a, a born savior, Amen. born Amen. in Bethlehem? There is no ruby that can bring you warmth. There is no sapphire. There is no diamond, not even the diamonds that Elizabeth Taylor had. Could even comp- could even come close to what Jesus said. Remember what God said? He said, "I go to prepare a place for you." Now the place He's talking about is so fantastic. But no, don't don't just take my word because I've never been there, and I will. But we will be one day, Amen. But the way God described it in His Word, I'm just thinking the way He described in detail His Word. The streets in heaven are made in gold. So that means diamonds are not worth, and gold is not the kind of gold we, we value here. God does not value things like we do here on earth. He values the hearts and man. Now, when Jesus, as, as Brother Bob just said a little while ago, the Bible is saying God sent his own, God so loved things that he sent his own begotten son. He said God so loved the world, the people of all of us that was lost. Now we are found because we have found Jesus. And he said, I am the light of the world. And whoso that believe in me shall not perish, but what have everlasting life. There is nothing of this earth that can bring you comfort like Jesus Christ. I, I'm going to tell you something. I could, I could go on and on and on and tell you how many rich people that they, when they died, they had a whole lot of money. But they were very miserable and they weren't as happy as they thought because they bought the deception of the world. Get rich or die trying. That is 50 Cent's movie. I never watch it and don't want to watch it. But I submit this to you. Get get Jesus or die trying. Don't get rich and die trying. Get Jesus or die trying. Because that's what's going to save your soul, a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's worth more than anything in this world. And I assure you that one day when we leave this world, well, we're laying on that bed, whether the Lord come back or we should leave sooner. The one thing a lot of people have is a lot of regrets when they're taking when they're on their last days. I'm gonna tell you so. We'll talk a little bit more on that. Let's go ahead the next one. So the um second Thessalonians starting chapter two, starting in verse 10. Um, the Bible talks about how Satan's gonna deceive us. He says, with all unrighteousness, deception among among those who perish. Because they did not, I mean, perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. They're perishing because they're just flapping around like those birds in that in that video. They don't even know that they have somewhere to go. 
-hmm. Most of the world doesn't know that. And it's also sad that a lot of Christians are focusing really, really, really on material stuff during the holidays. And you know what? Let me tell you something. This I do a lot of research from the history, and I'm a big historian, and uh, and I love reading the scriptures. I'm really working my way through the Bible. I'm trying to finish the Bible up, but if I don't, I'll take it over next year. As family gave me this new Bible, I'm almost I'm in the uh, the New Testament, but I enjoy it. I'm re I'm rereading it again, and I'm enjoying it. every time I read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. You learn more and more out of it every time you read from you and I. I'm, I put a challenge out there to read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Every I'm telling you, it'll change your mind. It'll change the way you think. It'll even have you focus on God. I think about the Lord many times throughout the day, not just only when trouble comes or not when a trial comes. I think of the Lord in the good times. I, all day I look for things to praise him for. And I get, because I, my mind has been renewed. I'm not so much consumed about the things of this world, but you know, you still have to be in the world, but not of the world. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So yeah, there has to be a balance there. But the one thing I will say this right now, if you go down to the shore of Turkey, if you go down to the shore of Turkey, there was a beautiful metropolitan city. There are a lot of these stories. If you look up the history of these countries right now, called the city of Troy, King Priam, his son, Paris, uh, Menelaus, Manadoris, and all of them fought the Spartan War, and they had heard about the God of Israel. They had heard, and the gospel had even been ministered to them, and they rejected it. These were people that had all the riches in the world because the port where, where Troy was, where it is today, you had to pay to go through there to do the waterways. You had to pay taxes to King Priam at that time. And they had decided, we reject the God of Israel. We reject that God. We want these pagan gods. This is the God that brought us wealth. Well, and one day, as, as, as the old saying, in one day, the city of Troy fell, and when it fell, everything came crashing down. And I'm saying right now to the United States of America, I'm just praying. I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this as we go further down, because I'm going to get a little bit more into this situation, what actually happened. These are facts, and you can look them up. In one day, this city became rubble in one day, because they refused to humble themselves. They rejected the God, the living God. And they wanted to hold on to their pagan God. They had heard about the God, or but they reject all those countries in that region had heard about God. They just rejected God. And one thing I'm saying to you, it's not the sin that's committed that kills people and causes them to perish, but it's the rejection of God's love. That is the final judgment. When you reject, when we reject God, then nothing on earth or in heaven is going to cast us, going to save us. The only thing, only way we have to get to God, we have to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, as not just as a rescue, but as our Lord and Savior, King of kings and Lord of lords. There is no other way to God through Jesus, because if these all these celebrities are going to say there are other ways and there's other paths to God, they are a liar and the truth ain't. They're deceiving people when they say that. Because John says, unless you come through Jesus, if the, if, if the resurrection is if, if the birth if the resurrection is not true, then you're calling God a liar. That's what you're doing. You're saying, well, God said this is the way. Jesus said that only through me, all authority has been given to me by heaven and earth to say amen. Amen. And, and the Bible also says that if you only have what you see on this earth, then we are of all men the most pitiable. 
we're not people because we believe that we have something greater than this earth. This earth is a temporary abode, temporary. No matter how nice you live, no matter how simple you live or whatever, at the end, this pales in comparison to what is in store for us. The deceiving part about it is to get us to be all yoked up in this world, to get us to be yoked up in, in even you know challenges or persecutions even, instead of having our mind on Christ. And so that even in the suffering, we're, we're going to have some kind of hope. We can have hope through suffering, even in the worst of times, because we will not be deceived that the suffering is our lot, because it isn't. This is not our state. This is not our permanent condition. Our permanent condition is life, eternal joy with our Lord and Savior. The scriptures about deception says that now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the last days, some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now you might think, well, what's so devil about just celebrating the, the, the season of Christmas in, in a certain way? It's a doctrine of devils if it denies Christ. Mm -hmm. Every time I see, <laughs> I hate to say this, but people like doing, putting Christmas clothes on or Santa clothes on, or they have some kind of person that looks like some kind of hooker with the Santa clothes short thing on. I'm like, is that for Christmas? Isn't Christmas about Christ? Is that about Christ? Is that about Christ? I mean, it's just, it's just baffling to me. And then it says, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Mm. So we also have uh, Matthew 24 and 24. I'm not going to read that. Mark 13 and uh, verse 5 through 6 and Luke 21 and 8, if you want those scriptures yeah. later. The whole idea, though, is to not be deceived in the thinking that what people do during the season, not us particularly, because we're all worshiping Christ today, but we're with people that, <clears throat> and we're going to gather with some folks that maybe during the holiday, Christmas week or Christmas day, that don't believe as we are. We do. But we can still say, you know what, guys, I know everybody doesn't think like me, but I just want to acknowledge my Savior today. Because whether he was born in this season, he was born. God became a human being. And I celebrate that. You can say it. It's not incorrect. And I'll tell you, we did something at my job the other day. I was, we were in our division, 70 people. At Thanksgiving, right before Thanksgiving, we had a conference call. People got some people got on camera, some got on the phone. And everyone was supposed to say what they're thankful for. I didn't hear one person say the name of God. So I just, when it was my turn to say something, I said, I thank God for my husband. I thank God for my family. I thank God for my health. You know, I thank God that, you know, just to even know who God really is. And I kept saying, I thank God for everything. Because, I mean, how are you going to thank without God? Everybody said, I'm thankful for. They didn't ever say, I'm thank God. They said, I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. Thankful to whom? How can you, oh, how can you do it? So Terry said, well, maybe they're not saved. I said, I, out of 70 people, I hope somebody in there was saved. And then I feel sorry if they were, that they didn't say they thank God. I'm not condemning anybody, but I'm saying we ought to be so stirred up. We ought to be so fired up of how much we love them. We can't keep quiet about them. I mean, if your kid did something, if your kid went to Harvard or something, I guarantee you, you would not be quiet about it. Mm -hmm. You see, my kid got in Harvard. Or if you something happened to you or you did something great happened to you, you'd be telling it. I can't keep quiet about it. Well, not only that, they would not be telling about it, but it'll all be all over every social media they can put on there to look proud because they will be proud of their child of theirs 
And what you're saying is so true because the sad thing, like I said, in these last days, we have to be careful. There are a lot of groups rising up. They don't have Christ on it. They got their own agenda. They may, even if they have the, a, a Christian name on there, there are groups who are departing away. That's why the Bible says the last day, a great falling away is going to take place. I've heard uh, not too long ago ministers leaving the, the ministry because they're angry with God because God didn't answer their prayer. Well, I don't know what happened, but I'm just saying this. I don't think nothing should get you that angry. When you, well, when you walk away from God, Peter said, where will we go, Lord, without you? What will we do? How would I like to continue? Well, when you leave God, you're going right further back in the darkness. So what is that going to do? And then you got all these groups who say, let's just all come together. Let's just all, you know, right now, you got a, you got a group of people right now who is trying to bring every, the thing is we can't come together bringing God is not going to share the throne with other people. That's not going to happen. It is Christ alone that is sits upon the throne. He's not going to share with no other God. I'm sorry. And the other thing is this, we we can, we can all come together as long as you're willing to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, because he's the only one who has died for our sins, came into the world this season, and to give us a paid it all and gave us a right, even built the breach that was broken between man and God in the first Adam. And now the second Adam has come forth right now to redeem the house that was lost. So when I'm sitting around, be careful, all these people talking about, let's bring us all together, because a lot of times it's deception to try to get steal your members away and re-disciple them to be in some of a crazy um, you know, uh, religion. Do not, you don't need to try other religions. All that stuff is, is demonically deceptive. That's all that. Remember, the Bible says Satan roams the earth to and fro to see who he can devour. So let's be careful. And the Bible says, watch as well as pray, but be careful. I cannot stress, be careful of your association any last day because it's going to mean especially unequally yoke unequal you got to be careful about that we're not saying we're better no we're not we're saved by grace because of jesus christ there is nothing we could do that can buy our way into heaven earn our way into heaven we only get there because christ and christ alone that's the only and that's why jesus said they will cast their crowns before mm -hmm. his feet because nobody's going to be able to boast before the lord oh i got into heaven because of my works Oh, I got into heaven because of my education. Oh, I was an elegant speaker or charismatic. God said, no, 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 you were saved because of the blood of the Lamb, because he paid it all, because he paid it all. And that's why the Bible says we must decrease and he must increase right now. And if you really love God right now, this is a time right now, Paul said, we should be witnessing with urgency right now, because you don't realize the time is shorter you think I'm going to give you some other things, but let us go ahead and have our the other short video about we watched about deception, and this is from the Left Behind series. And this is this is really how this happens. And I know we're all saved in here, and I know everybody, but you're around people that aren't saved, and it, all of us are. I mean, we got family members we love dearly that are not saved, and I think even though we might be under persecution and we need prayer, those people need prayer like a hundred times more than we do because we could perish, they could even kill us. I hope they don't, but guess what? For us, it's a happy ending, even if we die. When we die, we're still we, we're still good. If we live, we're good. I mean, we're we're under persecution, but when they die, forever. So this is really, really, really urgent. And when people tell me, oh, I don't want to, you know, offend anybody, 
And you know what I say to them? If you saw somebody on the edge of a bridge and you were driving down the interstate or driving down a regular street and you saw somebody getting ready to jump to their death, would you say, well, I don't want to bother that person? No. You would stop and say, sir, ma'am, there's hope. Don't go. Come back over here. Don't go over there. Come back. Would you just keep driving and say, well, you know, I don't want to offend them. It's not really my business. You know, that's their choice to make. No, you would not. If you saw somebody's brakes that were messed up in the car and you know that they were, they were going to crash or that they were driving down the street, the bridge was out and there was no sign, you wouldn't say, well, you know, it's their own choice. I'm going to, I'm just going to pray about it and maybe they'll not drive off over it. You would say, don't get in that car. Don't drive off that bridge. This is how urgent this is. When you have people that are not saved, those people are going to a burning hell. How can we be so casual about that? And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, Christians have said to me, well, we'll just leave that up to God. It's not up to us. Well, didn't he give us an assignment to, he didn't he say go into all the world? Didn't he say snatch others from the fire and save them? I'm not saying being rude to people or go hit them over the head with the Bible or anything, but I'm saying make every opportunity, you know, if it's, if it's even just using your own witness, you know, God was so good to me today. Just say that, you know, that's not offensive or it shouldn't be, but this is serious. So here's how people get deceived and here's how people get undeceived. Here's this, this video is, is awesome. It tells the story. Wait a minute. So here we go. So this um, young man had, um, this is after the uh, tribulation and he wasn't saved, but he was, he ran into some believers that had witnessed to him. So he was thinking about it. And this is where his, the revelation of when he comes to know the Lord. He didn't know the sinner's prayer, but he knew to say help. Okay, now after he gets saved, because remember now, when you're not saved, you're in darkness. And when you are saved, you're in light. Okay, so then he gets saved. And let me make sure that I have the right screen on. So after he gets saved, his eyes are open, of course, like our, our, all of ours are. Comes out of the bathroom. Okay, and then we're going to skip because there's a lot more to it, but I'm just going to skip to... What number does that say? Get to I would play the whole thing, but I just don't, I want to show you that what we're trying to get to. Okay, this is after he comes out of the bathroom, his, his eyes are open. So what he did, and I don't know if I could play the other part, but at the end. Everybody that was in that room, wait, okay, I stopped sharing. Okay, so everybody in that room said, oh, did you see that man sit there and kill himself? It, it was, they all got on the news the next day and said, that man killed himself. It was horrible. We saw it right before our eyes. And the other guy was saying, no, he didn't. He was murdered by, by Nikolai. But the only reason he was able to see it, everybody else literally was deceived because they were in darkness. That was the, that's an idea. That guy represented the devil. He's the antichrist. He was able to deceive all those people because they were in the dark. But that one kid went in the restroom and prayed and got saved. So when he went in there, he got, he understood, he saw what really happened and he spent the rest of the movie trying to expose this guy. Okay, deception is found everywhere as, as you know, it's, it's, it's sad, but what I'm saying is we got to be careful because the devil will make something appear one way yeah. and it's really another way. 
And then, you know, that's like, you remember that um, like David Copperfield is a, a famous magician, but really that's sorcery because, you know, the Bible talks about magic and stuff like that is witchcraft. So let us go ahead to the next so one. That, right yeah, on. that's what we wanted to say that so everybody that is not saved, and you got some unsaved, they will literally think good is evil and evil is good. And that's what the Bible will, tells us to try the spirit and test the spirit and see if it's of God. And that was a true story. That thing, that movie, that particular scene was so meaningful to me because I see how important it is to when we're saved that we can see things. He said, the Lord, the, the word of God says, I did not write to you because you do not know the truth, but you know it. You know it and the, no lies of the truth. God has already given us the revelation of what is really, really true. And when we start thinking the things that the Bible says are bad, that they are good, we're back with that man. They shot the man in the head and said he killed himself. So deception is everywhere in our lives. It's in the media. The news media has become so biased that most news sources are not even considered what the really definition of journalism is anymore. They're not. I'm talking about the, the dictionary definition. Deception in government. Okay. So let's go back to the, the news media. The media right now has become a almost like a propaganda machine one side versus the other side, or other side versus the other side. There's very few of them to even tell the truth. Matter of fact, their attitude now, because I, you know, like I said, I know some people that worked at uh, some of these media sources or VPs, but their attitude now in the media is that you don't even, we don't even deserve the truth. You only, you only need to know what they want you to know, what they want you to believe. It's called redefining the news and filtering out another way so it appear one way, but really it's another way. So you got to pray and ask God, even want you to do, Lord, is this real or is this something just being put out there like propaganda? And then, as Pamela said, uh, deceptive, deceptiveness by the deceitfulness by the government. Right now, we're having a major, major problem right now, major problem on our border. We can have chaos inside our country right now. Now, I'm all for people coming here starting a new life. I think that's wonderful. But come through the system like everybody else do. And the other thing is this. I'm saying is all these people, we got, they said right now, almost 10,000 people a day is going to be coming in this country. We, we, that means drugs. You're going to see more people dying from drugs. So what do you think drugs is coming from? It's going to come from drugs. These people are coming here. They, are, they have not been tested for any kind of uh, illnesses. But they're coming in here spreading illnesses that we don't know what they have because they're not even being arrested. But the government is lying and covering up and flying them here, flying them there, spreading them out. But this is a this is going to be a tragedy. This is going to be a Trojan horse that's coming in this country right now. There's nothing wrong with being benevolent, helping other people. But the most important thing, I'm, I'm still waiting to see what about the problem, the homeless problem that we have here in the United States. You got over a million people sleeping on their bridge in the United States. Look on your website. Go to go to Portland, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and look, look at all those. We got a serious problem downtown Atlanta. He under bridge, but we're proud to be Americans. But I think the thing you know, that, isn't that something? The thing that makes it bad is that not that it's happening, but that we're being deceived to yeah. know what's really going on. Yeah. And that's why you have to, if you sit there, sit there mindlessly watching the news, trying to find out what's going on. I, God help you. You got to know what's going on around you because deception is everywhere. I work for the government and I see the stuff they cover. up. I see the stuff every day that they refuse to, to make. We don't even go. We're not even allowed to do interviews anymore. You know why? Because they're trying to cover stuff up. 
I hate to say that, but this is what's really going on. They only have one person that's doing major interviews, and that's somebody that reports to the president. We're like we're supposed to be out in all these all these cities in the United States telling the the story of our our agency. We can't do it. Guess why? Because they don't want you all to know. They don't want the public to know. And I did a, a talk about it because deception. If they can keep people in the dark, if they can keep people from knowing the truth, if they can keep the news to put somewhere like that guy did when he shot that guy. It, the rest of the movie is he had a big old newscast the next day about that guy committing suicide mm-hmm. in, in the movie. And the other guy that Chuck Cameron, he spent the rest of the movie trying to explain. Because when you are saved, you know the truth. You know the truth. Now, you might not know the truth about public current affairs and stuff, but then God has given you the ability to look it up. Look for yourself. Do not sit there watching any of these networks thinking you're getting everything. You should at least know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. There's a deception morality. We're now deceived into thinking evil is good and good is evil. That guy on that movie, everybody, you know, held him as a hero. He was wicked as all get out. He was the most wicked person on the planet. But he, they w- said he was a hero. Why? Because they're under the, the influence of the wicked one. The Bible says the whole world is under the influence of the wicked one, except for us that are saved. And you know what? The other thing I'm going to add, one more thing to what Pamela said about the deception about the government. We got over 150 to 200 empty bases in the United States are closed down. And we got over almost 100,000 veterans who have been, they have what they call PTSD, PTSD. PTSD okay? Post-traumatic stress syndrome. And they, they, and a lot of them have mental. A lot of them have, will turn to suicide and kill themselves because the government is really this. We think we're doing something in God's eyes that's going to make Him happy. No, we're not. Because when you don't take care of your own people first, and then you bring in other people's people, I got a problem with that because these people they 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 put their lives on the line for this country. They 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 vowed. They put their hand. They swore allegiance to this company. This country to even die for it. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, we do a few little things, but it is nowhere near what we should be doing to be Japan. We should not have men and women walking around the streets here talking to themselves like they're crazy because the government has basically pushed them aside and said, well, we don't need them right now. Let's get a new batch of people. And then again, why are you bringing these people in here? Well, well you don't care that much. About so there's got to be a reason. There's some deception that's going on here. I think it may have something to do with redefining the voting areas so you can get more votes in certain areas. You know, you're not deceiving God and you're not fooling God. But you know what? We're bringing and, and oh, and oh, let me get this part right here. They said over a hundred terrorists has got through the border right now. Over a hundred, and that means that one day I hate to say it, and I love my country, I really do. I pray for President Biden, Kamala. I pray for them. But you got to call it for what it is. I don't have a respect to person with none of them. I wouldn't, and neither will God. One day we're going to have, I hope, I hope I'm wrong, but one day we're going to have another horrible terrorist attack in this country because people have not learned nothing. The other day, former President uh, George W. Bush sent a uh, message to Biden to please do something about the border before something terrible happened in this country. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm praying that I'm wrong, but don't be surprised if it happened one day. Not because I said it, because we haven't learned nothing. And if you don't learn it from history, you are bound to repeat it again. Now, the other thing about the immorality thing, which Pam was talking about right now, is that I was very happy to see the young lady come home from Russia. We had been praying for her to be released because we, we knew we, we knew that she would be held on false charges. But the deception is about this whole thing is I prayed for her to get released, but not to go back into that sinful situation again. 
Because you got people saying she's going back home to her wife. Well, hold, hold, hold it. I'm, 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 you're confusing people now. This is what deception does. It confuses it's people. Like and the young people don't think it's nothing wrong with it because you gave your approval for it. Now, we were praying because she had no business being locked up in the first place. They really just used her for a pawn to get what they wanted. That's all. The charges weren't that great. They, they trumped up the charges on her. So they can use it for a bark, which they got more than we did in the whole kitchen. Now, I'm not going to say one life was worth more than the other, but they got a terrorist person who caused, killed a lot of Americans. Look up the guy. But the other thing is this, when you start telling young people that she's going back home, well, who's the man and who's the woman? And we're confused here. We're, you done created an atmosphere of confusion here. And, that's, and what the, that's what we were talking about, where the Bible says that, woe to you who call, call good evil and evil good. That's exactly yeah. when we're saved, we're supposed to be able to see the truth. Like right. this man yes. saw that, that other man killed him instead of him committing suicide. We're supposed to be able to see the truth. We're supposed to be able to. And when we see, when we see the truth, we have to go by judge that truth through God's word. We have to do it on everything, on holidays, on on how we celebrate, on what we do, on how we you know regard other people. And and then there's the thing of deceptive religions. We have deceptive. Media, government, morality, and deceptive religions. There are now hundreds of religions that are based mm -hmm. on lies, complete wow. lies, saying that you can believe anything. You can believe in a donkey. You can believe in something with an elephant nose. My husband was saying he went in uh, someone's house one day and they had a, a god of theirs that had the nose of an elephant mm -hmm. and all kind of crazy arms and eyes and stuff. That's your god? We've gone, when we went overseas, we told y'all that they had a god and they had to it was, since it was so hot, they had to put bathe with water, you know, all continuously through the day because it would have cracked or melted or something. What kind of God do you have that you have to bathe your, him? And so I, we, there's all these deceptive religions. We know we worship the one true and living God. Amen. Amen. You know, there's also a rapid growth of witchcraft and Satanism. We saw a thing on TV last night about this uh, young lady that was her and her boyfriend were Satanists, or he talked her into it. They killed somebody, and she went around with the person's skull showing it to other people boasting mm. because she was so deceived that she didn't even consider the fact that she was going to get locked up. She's on a death row now. But this is where deception, she was so deceived, she thought she was doing a good thing. They said they were doing a sacrifice to their God, which they believe in Satan. They worship him, apparently. So this is how deception can grow. You're going to all say, well, I would never worship Satan. Nobody in my family would. Really? When you get far enough from in being deceived, that's the end of it. That's the end. Of, the end of it is, is death or some kind of horrible thing when you're when you're when you deliberately stay in deception. We have to we have to be like, ah, we gotta be like soldiers on guard right now for any kind of deception that's coming our way to understand what's going on in the world around us, to understand how we're celebrating Christ in this season and not uh, celebrating Macy's and understand what we're dealing with. Amen. And also too, religion deception is strong. I told Pamela, the devil understands he's after the youth because he understands he can take their mind and, mind and set their minds before they really become full mature adults and who they are in Christ. He's out for the youth. He wants the youth. One thing, the reason why he went after these young people, because these young people are naive. A lot of them came from broken homes. 
They didn't feel loved. They didn't feel cherished. They were not affirmed. And they didn't get the, the love and the support system they should have got at home from a mother and father. For whatever the reason was, these kids, they're looking for something else. And Satan said, come in. I'm going to take care of you. But I'm really going to destroy your life in the process of doing that. The only thing we talked about, this is a true story. This young lady is on death row right now for mm -hmm. murdering somebody in a ritual. She killed somebody. 20 years old, her life is destroyed. All, all over, destroyed. The, the this is a very real story. We, we did, I mean, it was just terrible, like a butcher. And this is and this is what Satan does. This is the same thing that Hitler did in Germany. He created what they call the Hitler Youth. They reprogrammed those kids' mind so that what he understood, it wasn't enough soldiers in his military to watch every house. So they used the kids to spy on the parents. So if the kids and the parents will start to fade away from the third rank, they will report them to the Nazi, to the third, they will report them to the Nazi army, and their own parents will be locked up for treason. This is what Hitler did. It was called brainwashing. Brainwashing. And it's, it, it was powerful deception because it worked for a while. Now we have to be on guard against what kind of deception now? Yeah, how to be on guard. So we have to prepare ahead of time. First Timothy 4 and 1 says, take heed to yourself unto the doctrine and continue in our doctrine for in doing this, you shall save yourself and those who hear you. Also compare everything to the word of God. First John 4, 16 says, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into this world. Many false prophets, even people that say they're preaching Christ. We were watching something, we just were laughing, but we were almost crying of this man that said, I'm, gonna, I'm raising somebody from the dead. He took his hand and put it on somebody in the casket and the person jumped up and everybody started cheering. Are you serious? Right. The person was, was never dead. Yeah. This is insane. And people were cheering. I mean, I'm talking about like, they probably had hundreds of people there. That's a false prophet. Yes. There's nobody doing that. Nobody runs somebody from that. Now, there is people that have, have gone into deep comas and have had near-death experiences. Yes, for sure. But some of this stuff is so phony and crazy that I can't even believe that people still believe it. These late night television commercials where someone's saying, if you order this water, that this, you're going to pour it on yourself and then you'll be a millionaire the next day. Some crazy thing like that. This is just flat out deception. It's like when you see all these people making all this hoopla, where is Christ in all of that? Mm -hmm. And the last thing to be not deceived is live by faith. This, this First John 5 and 4 says that this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. We have to be Focus on the Lord Jesus in different things that we're doing. When we go hear somebody preach, make sure there's Jesus in it. Mm -hmm. When we do a holiday thing like we're doing tonight, make sure there's Jesus. I love when Millicent, Pastor Millicent does the um, Christmas Eve celebration because it's about Jesus. It's not about like ringing sleigh bells and things like that. And it's like, I guess it's nothing really wrong with that if you keep coming back to the real reason of the season. Right. I personally don't we don't spend, I remember in my younger days, I would be so stressed out that I had to buy this for this person and I had to buy that. And I'd be in the store and it'd be like two days before Christmas and it, a lot of people around and you got to get this and you got to get that. Right. Way anymore. Right. None anymore. Right. We don't do it. I don't get anybody. If someone uh, has a new baby or a little kid or something and, you know, I might want to get them something. But other than that, we're just, we don't do that kind of stuff. Amen. We we spend our time Amen. preaching to, to people. We go up and, and give socks to people, but we don't just do it at Christmas time. That's the thing. Amen. We do it all on your own. Amen. Also, too, we got to remember this, be on guard, as Pamela was talking about against deception, is this, if y'all remember, I remember when I was a young man, a little boy, I remember when you back in the 70s, you think about Jim Jones, who led all them people, deceived them people. It was in Indiana. 
and deceived the people's temple. Look it up when you get a chance. He deceived all the people. He, he started in Indiana and wound up in San Francisco. He, deceived, he, he was on the run because he had deceived people. He had a lot of crazy things going on with drugs, all kind of mess going on. Jim Jones, look it up. He led all the people to South America and they wound up becoming, he tricked them and deceived them into the, that camp. When they found those people, all of them had drunk the poison. They were forced to drink poison or they were, they were killed by gunshot by his armed men. Jim Jones killed a lot of innocent people, over 900 people. They were deceived and they followed him down into those jungles down there in South America. And they will wind up dead. All them people wind up there. Look up the story, Jim. And then you had David Koresh who went around and told a bunch of lies and deceived a bunch of people. And he wound, look all of them in the Branch Davidian wind up killing down in Waco, Texas. You better please be careful. All roads do not lead to Rome and all roads do not lead to heaven. There's only one road and that is through Jesus Christ. There are a lot of people. Now, Jim Jones, he was so slick that he would have pay people every week. He would have five to 10 people in the audience. They, they, would, they would claim they were sick in wheelchairs and they were planted there to put on a performance before people so they can mesmerize the crowd. It was deception by design. But I also want to tell you this right now. There's going to come a time in our lives if we don't have Christ, we better receive him right now. Why the Bible says, seek him well, while he may be found. The other day I was looking at this stuff, Danny. I'll keep this lady in prayer, uh, Celine Dion. I just saw it the other day. And Celine Dion is a great singer, wonderful singer. I wish she was singing for the Lord. She would really bring a lot of people to the Lord. But she has a very powerful voice. But her doctors already told her not too long ago that she has cancer and they're, they're, they can't do nothing else for her right now. They can't do We We can pray for her. I, we should. But let me just say this last part right here. She is worth over $800 million. But that doesn't mean nothing when the doctors shake their head and said, there is nothing we can do to help you. Isn't that something? Then Jesus is the only one who can save her right now from dying right now. So that's why I'm saying all the money, all the gold and all the silver in the world is not going to save your soul. There's only one can save your soul, and that's Jesus Christ. And if we die without him, we don't have nobody to blame but ourselves. Because God has so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And deception is by design. It is going on in different parts, different parts of the world. Deception is used to deceive, mislead people away from God. But God did not come to deceive us. He came to deliver us from the power of deception. So please, for this reason, y'all have a great Christmas. Have a safe Thanksgiving, a, a safe New Year's. And we love you. And believe in everything we read to you, read it for yourself. We're going to play this song right now. Y'all have a and blessed Christmas. And we're going to play a song. This is the song going back to what I was saying about little kids waiting for their Christmas presents and everything. Let's do it all year. Let's right. have Christ all year. Every we year. put up That's our right. Christmas tree and we, we never took it down. Right. It's up because it's every day is Jesus. It's not just one day a year. So here's a song called Don't Save It All for Christmas Day. And this is we're going to close with this. Yeah, don't save it all yeah, for Christmas, all Day. Christmas Day. That's yeah, a thank God we have followed for a long time. Avalon, um, some, just a beautiful uh, Christian group. And I, I don't like some of the things that video, maybe I picked the wrong one. But anyway, you get the idea that what we're trying to say is that Christmas is not a day. It's Christ every day. And uh, that wonderful group, Avalon, who was um, beautiful 
uh, born again group of people. I, they're probably in their forties by now. They're yeah, we, we met them, but they are, are very born again. And people have taken that video and done. I mean, their song and put different video images. That I meant to play another one, but I don't agree with some of the images there. But right, the idea is that Christmas has been dece deceptively transferred into a somewhat of a pagan and material holiday. The other thing is, Pamela said, I'm going to go in. I didn't finish up what I wanted to say about the ancient city of Troy. Well, we're going to do a, a, a main series, God willing, about Troy, Babylon, Tyres, and, um, and some of these other countries that God completely destroyed uh, because of the wickedness that was in these. These countries rejected God. They had a chance to reject them. Sodom and Gomorrah rejected God on every hand. And when you reject God, there's nothing but destruction left. But Satan did it deception by design and he conquered them, not because they, they rejected God and they bought the deception by design by Satan. God came to freedom. They said, no, we don't want it, Lord. We'd rather have death over life. And that's sad. But we're going to do something about that. And I'll pick back up on that again and give you some more insight of what I learned about that. We love you guys and God bless you. Have a safe holiday. Be careful out there. And, you know, like I said, you give a gift away, give the word of God to somebody who needs the word God. right now. And y'all pray for each other. Pray for the homeless. Pray for our veterans. Pray for all these children that's in the hospital right now, who's in the emergency room, you know, with all this flu right now. Pray for our nations. You know, just pray for our leaders that they will get their act together up there and do something to take care of our country right now. We, you know, we don't hate nobody. We don't favor no one over the other. I like some policies on different both parts, but most of all, I'm I'm on whatever God is for. That's what I'm for. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't really have anything. I, I'm not on no uh, Democrat bandwagon, Republican. I don't get. I don't subscribe to that. I'm, that's why we just became independents, you know. But we go glory be to God. Whatever God says goes, and I don't argue. We just line up with His will. Y'all have a blessed, safe holidays. We love you guys, and go in peace in Jesus' name. Thank you for having us, Reverend Black. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.